Hello, my Believer Creators. Welcome to Believer Creator Radio. This is your host, Rob Malone, saying thank you for tuning in. We know you have many other options that you can do with your listening enjoyment and time, and we truly appreciate you tuning in to Believer Creator Radio. Hey, I have one question and one question only for you. Are you ready to rumble? Ba-dum-bum. I'm feeling pretty good today, you know, feeling kind of energetic, feeling a vision, got a new whiteboard. I just love whiteboards. I think, you know, I would just like like to have a house that nothing but whiteboards. I could walk around and write things on them as I'm thinking about stuff. Um, but what I'm going to talk about today is not whiteboards. But I want to talk about follow-up, right? So, you know, here's the thing. Uh, It's amazing, but like, it's like most salespeople, you know, don't do any follow-up or most they'll do two, but they say it takes, you know, over eight times. It's like, it's like the success rate really jumps up when you, when you do like eight times the follow-up. Now, a lot of people consider this really pushy and rude. And as far as I know, most personal injury attorneys do like no follow, virtually none, maybe very occasional. But the thing is, is that you can automate this and you can make it a very non-evasive thing. In fact, it's better if it's not evasive. So there's that fine line between like, hey, you're going to choose me? You're going to sign up yet? Can I be your lawyer? Choose me. Make me your lawyer. Make me your lawyer. Hey, why don't you make me my lawyer? You know what? I'd love to be your lawyer. And the other thing is think about the message. So think about think about the uh, the client, right? And what's going on in their head? What are their fears, right? We, we need to communicate to those fears. And, and there's a lot of questions going in their head. And depending, I mean, and you attorneys know much better than I, but I mean, there's things like, I think the number one, will, will I win the case? What's it going to cost me? Um, you know, if it's a, a workman's comp case, am I going to lose my job? Or if you're, you know, uh, sexual harassment or discrimination, um, you know, what, what is this going to affect me? Will it affect me getting a new job? Will this be on my record? Am I going to have to go to court? Will I testify if they're, if they are here on a green card or even illegally, you know, like, will I be deported? Uh, you know, there's just so many things that are going on. Do you in your follow-up address one, even just one of those concerns or are you saying, hey, I'm a, the world's greatest lawyer. You know, we'll fight for you. I'm, I, you know, I, I'm tough. You know, I'm, I'm the guy you want. Insurance companies are scared of me. I'm not afraid to take it to court, right? It's all about you and what a great attorney you are. And I want to tell you what, this may shock you, but they really don't care that much how good of an attorney you are, right? They don't want you to stink. They don't want you to be horrible. They don't want you to be some crack car held up out in the out in the you know alleyway. But what they want to know is number one: Do you understand them? Can you relate to their fears? Are you relatable? I mean, really, what's the two scariest things you can get in the mail? One is a letter from the IRS. Two is a letter from the law lo- from a lawyer. And I would tell you what. The lawyer letter is probably more scary to people than the IRS letter. The attorneys have done a phenomenal job 
of creating this like mystic thing around law and practicing law and you know they've made it complicated and they they use these you know uh, exaggerated prose complicated sentence structures run on sentences you know and all these this terminology so that people are like intimidated if you're like they have to have a lawyer right okay nothing wrong with that that's not bad marketing but here's the problem when when you intimidate people they are scared to approach you and when they need an attorney they're always scared to talk to a lawyer lawyers may not understand how intimidating and scary that is so you have to first break down those defenses that objection that fear by becoming relatable and talking about how you understand their fears. Talk about other clients you've had and the fears they've had and things that, you know, not that they've confided in you, but, you know, and, and again, you could do this anonymously without violating any kind of client privilege or get the client to agree to let you release some of these uh, different uh, personal communications that were not relevant to the case. But be relatable and non-scary. That is your number one thing. No one really knows. Most lay people really don't have a clue to understand if you're a good lawyer or not. They are going on faith. And the way our brain makes decisions is it goes to the amygdala first, okay? Without getting too technical, the amygdala is part of our brain where our emotions come from, and they have observed brains in the decision-making process, and they see the amygdala engages first to make the decision, then the uh, prefrontal cortex engages, and it attaches the logic to the decision. So we first make the decision emotionally, and then we justify it with logic. So they're not choosing a lawyer on logic. They're not looking at all the cases you've won. They're not looking at the prestigious law school you graduated from. Those will come, those will come in the logic portion after they've made the decision. So you have to first get, get to that emotional stage, understand their fears, calm their fears. So the thing is, is when you follow up, when you're doing your follow up in the best and easiest way to do follow up is with email because you can automate it. You can systemize it. You can group it. You can set up, uh, you know, uh, you can set up an autoresponder to have one for workman's comp cases, one for wrongful death cases, and you can tailor your messaging and follow up to those specific types of cases so it becomes more relevant. And if it's relevant to them, they're going to be more likely to open it up and read it, and you build that relationship. You're trying to build a relationship, not say that you're the greatest damn attorney there ever was. Yeah, you're going to make them pay. That just scares them more, right? Yeah, they want to know you're in your corner. Yeah, they want to know that you have a good chance of winning or that you're a competent attorney that can give them a good chance of winning. But that comes later 
after they decided to choose you. So that is all I have for you today on your follow-up. Try to be relatable first. You can throw in some little tidbits of logic at the end of your email or in a separate email. But if you do that, I think you're going to find that you will get much, much better results with uh, your follow-up than just hammering on how you're going to win for them and how you're so tough and how insurance companies are afraid of you and how you went to Harvard Law, blah, 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 blah. So I want to leave you with a quote. Okay, so we hear so much in today's world about fake news, right? Especially after the election of 2016. But let me tell you something. Fake news is nothing new. Here is a quote from Mark Twain. So it's probably 120, 130 years old. The trouble with the trouble. Let me start over again. The trouble with the world is not that people know too little but that they know so many things that ain't so. So fake news has always been with us, probably always will be. Go out, embrace the day, crush it, and carpe diem. <laughs>